going on family and we are in the living room once again and today i have a special guest he's been in here before but he's here by himself this time i brought my boy marcus thomas here it is our it is our first sunday school episode and i'm super excited to jump off marcus tell the people who you are what you do introduce yourself man what's happening man first of all josh is one thank you for uh, having me here with you for your first sunday school yeah. podcast of, of, of the jigsaw <laughs> so i'm excited to be here but um again my name is marcus thomas uh, vocationally, I uh, work for uh, Mount Zion Baptist Church in Greensboro, North Carolina, but I'm also the president and CEO of the Thomas Consulting Group, which is my own uh, consulting uh, firm. We consult with nonprofits and for-profit organizations with organizational development, uh, community relations, and civic engagement needs. And so I uh, just decided to be here and uh, ready to, uh, to jump in. And see, y'all can't see it, but my boy is like out in the community outside working <laughs> right now <laughs> as we speak. So, but that's, 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 that's a perfect tee up to add to the first question, man. So like in your words, describe what community impact is. Like how does your work push the needle forward? So for me, community impact is the desired end result of multiple strategies that are designed to uh, increase the well-being of families, youth, adults, and the community as a whole. So in my line of work, you know, for, for, uh, for the city of Greensboro, poverty is one of the main issues here yeah. uh, in Greensboro. Housing is a, is a major issue. Food insecurities is a ma major issue. So to have, for me, for, to have community impact is addressing those specific needs of your community and make sure that you try to do everything that you can to alleviate uh, those needs that you may have. Got you. So I guess what are some of the more practical ways that you can do some of those things you just talked about, allevi alleviating those needs? Yeah. So uh, serving, uh, okay. you know, serving is, 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 is the biggest way. So getting involved with local organizations like your United Ways, other nonprofit organizations who whose mission and vision is to specifically alleviate those needs. Like, for instance, I'm on the uh, I serve as vice chair for the uh, United Way Young Leaders Council, mm -hmm. and their mission is to end poverty. So everything that we do as a council, everything that United Way does, all their different affinity groups, but the organization as a whole, its sole purpose is to end poverty. I've done some stuff for Out of the Garden Project, uh, which okay. is a local nonprofit here in Greensboro, and their sole purpose is to help feed school-aged children uh, that may not have meals who from school for, for their daily food. So obviously with everything that's happened with uh, the corona pandemic, schools not being in, a lot of kids, unfortunately, may not know where their next meal is coming from. So it's organizations like Out of the Garden Project to, that simply go to certain locations around our city of Greensboro to make sure that kids have food, fresh produce uh, to eat. So it's many different organizations that individuals can get, can get a, part, uh, a part of and get involved with to make sure that the needs of their community is being met. That's, that's what's up. So, so what about the church, though, right? Because Jesus mm -hmm. consistently encourages us to go out there, build community in so many ways. We saw him do it when he fed the 5,000. We saw him do it as he actually even performed miracles. So how is the church or how are we as Christians, so to speak, right? Us as the church, the ecclesia, um, how are we supposed to be impacting our communities from a faith-based perspective? So, yes, yeah, so I'm going to just speak about my church, my employer. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you know, uh, I can't speak for a lot of churches. I can't speak for my church. Uh, but, you know, 
we are a mega church. You know, we ha- we mm-hmm. have over five thousand members who are who are members of of our church. We have multiple locations, and our senior pastor is deliberate about serving the city. He believes that he who serves the city wins the city. So the way that we try to impact the community is just by being the hands and feet of Jesus out in the Greensboro community. So even right now, we partner with uh, Cone Health, which is the largest hospital. Uh, with one of the largest hospitals in the state of North Carolina. And we've been providing free COVID testing for the community for yeah. the last nine weeks. We've uh, tested over 1,800 people so they'll know their health status. Prior to that, you know, one of the organizations I mentioned before, Out of the Garden Project, we partnered with them, partnered with Chick-fil-A uh, to make sure that kids had meals, families had meals uh, that, that are suffering right now during this pandemic. Uh, even before the, even before that, for, for many years, We've been doing this thing, uh, this event every April around um, Easter weekend called uh, No Greater Love, mm-hmm. so where we go out in the community, we adopt a neighborhood, uh, a neighborhood that's, you know, high poverty uh, written, and we adopt that neighborhood for three years, and we make sure we go back and give to that neighborhood throughout the entire year. We do free gas giveaways. Uh, as well. And, and Come on, gas on God. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so, you know, that's just what we do, things that we do here. And, and, and there's a lot of great churches doing a lot of, a lot of great things as well. Yeah. So I, so the, the main thing for the church to build communities and stay connected, again, it's just, just having their finger on the pulse of what's happening right in their backyard. Um, because, you know, it's, you know, for us, you know, yeah, the church has been closed per se with us not having service yeah. uh, right now during the pandemic. But the church has been very much open for us because we've been out in the community. You know, that's really my job is to be out in the community doing outreach initiatives and helping the church in that aspect. So we've been very much out and open uh, to make sure that uh, we are building communities and people are able to come to a trusted place, which is our church campus, to make sure they get some of their needs met. That's so with so within that, how do we ensure that all of our efforts remain inclusive, that we're able to serve everybody, even if they don't agree with our faith? You know, it's just um, partnerships Mm -hmm. is a way to way to do that. Um, You know, I think it's important uh, for for churches to to build partnerships. And and I think it's important for churches to not turn people away. You know, when people come here to get, you know, tested or to get food, you know, we're not asking them, you know, wh- what their faith or what their beliefs are. You know, right, we're not right. asking them to to join the church or become members. That's not what we're supposed to do. Our our job as the church, as people, is just to serve. And mm-hmm. that and that's the way that they get introduced to God, introduced to Jesus Christ. It's just by us giving them a free meal, then God bless. That, you know, we we did what we were supposed to do. So just not just don't turn people away. Yeah, you know, churches get the bad rep in a lot in a lot of ways. Some of it's warranted, some of it's not. Uh, but I think that if just to make sure that you're serving the people, yeah, that you're showing the love of of, of Christ uh, throughout everything that you do, then you know you you can turn people's faith and turn them into believers. But uh, but again, you know, to be inclusive, you know, just not just don't turn people away and just and, and find different partnerships throughout the community. It's it's that's it's amazing that you say that speaking in terms of partnerships because one thing that I've seen not only within the church but just in the community impact community development realm at large is this influx of influencers who are stepping mm-hmm. in and doing things. Now I'll never put on a cape for anybody with the last name Kardashian, but what I can say is that um, the woman has been really adamant about this whole. Um, social justice piece in terms of getting people out of jail who were wrongly 
um, incarcerated, right? So we've not only seen pe people like her, but you've seen things in the past, like with Chance, who's giving money to Chicago Public Schools, LeBron James has his own school, and all these different philanthropic efforts that celebrities and athletes and things are doing. So what are your thoughts um, about this influx of influencers impacting the community? How has it in any way even impacted your work with your organization or with the church? Great. You know, I don't mm -hmm. think everything is for everybody. So it's an old saying that, you know, eat the fish, but leave the bones. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, although a lot of people may not be a fan of, of the Kardashian brand, I think the work that she's doing, <clears throat> excuse me, is great. She's using her influence for a greater good. Yeah. And, and I would never have, a, have an issue with that, you know, as long as, as long as it's for the greater good and doing something positive. Um, it hasn't really impacted my work in any way um, because, you know, I'm still on the ground, out in the trenches, you know, doing what I do. But at the same time, I'm also at the table as well, helping make the decisions. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't really affect me. But but again, as long as the influencers are doing something that's positive and uh, it's, it's doing something great for, for the community, I'm all for it. You know, because I believe in strength in numbers. I believe in collaboration is better than competition. Uh, so, you know, as long as it's, like I say, as long as it's helping people, I'm good. Yeah, and you know the the other end of that spectrum is this thing that you know you and I talk about a lot, especially in our group chat, is this the influence of hip hop, yeah. right? And hip hop yeah. has had a long history of speaking to the woes and even the victories of our community. How do you see mm -hmm. hip hop today still serving in that way? So I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back to the beginning first okay. before we even get to today. <laughs> okay, do you remember? Uh, and and I get excited when I talk about hip hop. Josh knows this, and. Uh, Anybody that knows me knows this. Yes, I work for a church, but I, but I listen to rap music every single day. Um, are you? Do you remember the Furious Five and Grandmaster Flash? You remember mm -hmm. the famous song, The Message? Yep. Do you remember how the song starts off? I cannot remember how the song starts off, but I'm familiar with the song. <laughs> so Grandmaster Flash, in the first, the, the first verse of the song, he says, it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. There you go. Uh -huh. Broken glass everywhere. People pissing on the stairs. You know, they just don't care. I can't take the smell, can't take the noise, got no money to move out. I guess I ain't got no choice. Rats in the room, roaches in the bat, junkies in the alley with a baseball bat. I tried to get away, but I couldn't get far because a man with a tow truck repossessed my car. So he's rapping about what he was going through in the Bronx in, mm -hmm. in New York, mm -hmm. you know, in the 80s, you know, high, during the, the height of the crack, the crack era. Yeah. So that's, that's what his community was. You know, and I think, you know, I think a lot of times, and rightfully so, you know, hip hop music gets a bad rep about, oh, it's just, you know, misogynistic, you're, you're, you're misogynistic, excuse me, uh, you're, you're uh, bashing women, bad language. Yeah, I can agree with that sometimes. Um, but at the end of the day, they're rapping about the things that they're living through, their, their community. You know, Biggie once said, the only way you're getting out the hood is if you sing a crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. And um, if you take it to, today's times i can't speak for the little babies or the uzi verts and all that because i don't listen to those guys you know they're my people um, though <laughs> i don't know your people i don't listen to them I still, I, I still listen to the 90s artists i still listen to, to the jada kisses the jay-z's you know but i do enjoy the meat meals the drakes and all them um but i still think a lot of them are are rapping about their community in, in yeah. some aspect but a lot of them are are tailoring their music about getting out um and not going back because if you go back to you go talk about jay-z which is my, one of my all-time favorite rapper if you listen to reasonable doubt yeah he's talking about 
the things that he's lived through growing up in Marcy Projects in Brooklyn, New York. You know, from from can't not the hustle all the way down to uh, can I live? It, it's it's all about everything that he lived through. Now, when he got a little money, a little success, moved out the hood, then you got volume one in my lifetime. And he's rapping about the glitz and the glamour. And then you get some more money. Then you go to volume two, hard knock life. So yeah. if you think about the, the the elevation of rappers and their music, it always starts off about kind of what, what they grew up in. Then as they get money and success, it's all about, you know, them getting out of the hood and staying out of the hood and achieving all these materialistic things. But uh, a lot of rappers are still rapping about uh, their community and what their community is facing, even more so now uh, with, you know, the untimely deaths of our African-American men uh, that we're experiencing right now. You know, you know, Kendrick Lamar has been a big advocate for that. J. Cole has been a, a, a major advocate of that. Meat Mills of the world has been a big advocate for that, even with jail reform, to meet Mills doing a lot of work and, and talking about that as well. And as well as Jay-Z, you know, he's almost 50 still, right. still rapping about those type of things. Uh, so, you know, it's still happening. You don't hear it as much, but it's, it's still happening. And I still think uh, it's uh, inspiring a lot, of, a lot of kids, inspiring, you know, a lot of adults it still inspires me uh, to this day as a 34-year-old man. And uh, I love it. I love it because uh, uh, it's needed. Their, their voices are needed during this time because, you know, if we think about the civil rights era uh, in the 60s and 70s, you have voices like Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Uh, you know, you had a lot of those voices coming from the Motown era. Um, but now, you know, you talk about it's 2020, uh, you, you're getting uh, the rise of different different voices. You know, I think she's the best rapper ever out of Texas, but Beyonce. She is, is the best is, rapper out of Texas. <laughs> you know, Beyonce. <laughs> you know, she's using her voice and her platform yeah. uh, to make sure to, to affect change and, and make uh, bring attention to, you know, social reform, social justice as well. And you call him crazy, and it's a lot of times he is crazy, but, you know, Kanye has to be included in that discussion as well. Um, a lot of people don't want to admit mm. to it, but, you know, <laughs> you know, he's used his voice, in, you know, in different ways as well. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, it's, 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 it's time for, you know, these rappers to, uh, as I like to say, put their money where their mouth is. And, uh, and you know, we're going to give credit to Lil Baby, because he has his song, Social Distancing, that spoke to the Times, and... <laughs> <laughs> and and um he has what's what's the song that is out now uh the bigger the picture one he did on the, the one he did on the BET awards I think so yeah the bigger picture if that's I, the song that's like the only little baby song I heard and I really did enjoy it. yes I mean the, the boy rides beat we're not we're not gonna get on the baby but the boy rides <laughs> beat and but just speaking to that point I know he's one of the more like mumble rap trap music guys who's actually using his platform to really speak out and to put his art form to social justice and not saying that everybody should because one thing that I advocate for is that if you don't if you don't know what to say current Kanye um right. the best thing for you to do is to shut up and to write a check <laughs> because like you know Kanye West who said George Bush hates black people I'm with that all day this Kanye West is trying to run for president and all this other foolishness nah <laughs> you want you 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 Kanye West pre-808 to heartbreaks yeah, that's what I want that's what I want, want college dropout yeah registration. Jesus and all that nah fam he, we, we can we can have him <laughs> <laughs> y'all can have him but let's um let's 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 round this out a little bit and let's just talk about the ways faith and hip-hop and black culture and really community um makeup specifically how can that be used as a mechanism to build and help communities thrive and go forward 
So when you think about hip hop and faith, they both want the same end result. It's mm-hmm. just the methods are the methods are different. Um, okay. One, one, one is a lot more brash. One is, is, is a lot more, I'm coming to you with love and try to come to you with understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it, so again, you know, they, they both want the same end result. It's just going about it uh, two different ways. Um, it's, it's, an old, um, it's an old Joe Button, uh, and I'm a huge Joe Button fan, by the way. Um, there's an old Joe Button uh, verse that said, the, sometimes the alternate route is the long one, but you ultimately end up in the same place. And I think a lot of times as Christians, you know, we, we see a route, we see a way, and we think, oh, you know, the, the, uh, the world is taking the alternate route. And sometimes, yeah, they are. Um, and, but, you know, they may not see it as an alternate route. They may see that's just the only way to go. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I, I believe that we all want to end up in the same, in the same place, and that same place is a world of a world of equal opportunity, a world of, of, of feeling safe that, you know, as a black man, when I walk out the house, I don't have to worry about getting killed or dying. Uh, and I think that's some of the some of the things that uh, we all want. Um, obviously, we want some, some different things as well. But uh, I think ultimately, when we think about our culture, our well-being, everybody wants the same thing. Yeah. And uh, I think that, um, you know, the world and the faith community, again, you know, I talked about partnerships and working together and, and collaborating. I think we can collaborate on some things. Again, we may not have the same ideals in terms of the faith, but again, it, it, we have the same ideals as wanting better for our current community and, and, and the next generation that's coming behind us. That's what's up, man. So um, as we wrap up this conversation, give the people, I guess, some maybe one or two practical tips of something that they could be doing right now to impact and serve the communities that they're in. Volunteering. Volunteering is going to be the, the number one thing. Uh, get, in, get involved in your community. Uh, find out what's needed and find out, you know, who some of the movers and shakers are and, mm-hmm. and come alongside and uh, catch the vision and uh, try to and, and try to make sure that that, that vision is executed. Uh, reach out to your local uh, chamber of commerce. You know, if you need help finding different organizations in your community, reach out to your, your local chamber of commerce. Find out what organizations out there that you can uh, volunteer and do some things. Uh, it's, it's a lot of opportunities out there right now because a lot of people need help. Partner up with your local churches. Uh, like I say, churches are doing a lot of givebacks and they need volunteers each and every day uh, to come out and help uh, with, with their mission and vision. Again, you don't have to, you know, if, if you are a Catholic, you know, don't, don't, don't feel afraid to go to a Baptist church and help give back if that's what, you know, because at the end of the day, it's about meeting a need. It's, it's not about who you serve but it's about meeting a need yeah. because people, people need food. People need shelter. Uh, people, people, people need, you know, financial assistance. So it's all about meeting the need. You know, we have to put our, our agendas and and a lot lot of times our beliefs to the side um, to help meet the need of the community. That's what's up, man. So again, bro, thank you for being, first of all, the inaugural guest on this whole Sunday school episode. I need my plaque. <laughs> we gonna make sure we get you one with a, you with a logo you know, and, and everything. Yeah, and girl, we gonna ship it right on down so you can hang it in your office at the church. And <laughs> matter of fact, we are gonna get you a brick like the church <laughs> and put your name on it. Uh, but no, bro, thank you. Uh, but tell the people how they can follow you, how they can keep up with you, and tell let us know some things that you got going on. 
Yeah, so uh, you can follow me, Facebook, Marcus uh, Thomas. Uh, Instagram, it's uh, Marcus underscore Thomas uh, mm-hmm. 86. Uh, my business uh, page on Instagram is Thomas Consulting Group, LLC. Uh, Facebook is uh, the Thomas CG. Um, I don't utilize Twitter anymore. You know, Twitter ain't what it used to be in uh, the early uh, 2010s. It ain't the same uh, place, so man. It ain't, it ain't the same. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't the same. Uh, so I don't, I'm not on there anymore, but, uh, but some of the things that got going on, you know, just, uh, continue to grow my business, man. You know, I've uh, been in business officially since April and, uh, we have five clients right now. So we're just growing the business, uh, continue to, uh, build partnerships, uh, out in the community, uh, continue yeah. to serve, uh, most importantly, continuing to be a husband and a father, uh, to my wife and my 10 uh, month old daughter at home and, uh, just doing what I can to improve, uh, my local community. And uh, make sure that uh, our voices are heard. That's what's up, bro. And as we get ready to wrap up this Super Soul Sunday type thing, let the people know what what do you have planned for self care? What is Marcus Thomas doing to take care of himself? Uh, going to see my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Vibes and facts. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. I mean, life, life is great, but I still go see a therapist. You know, I still go see my therapist. There's nothing wrong with that. So, see my therapist. Uh, exercising, keeping my mental uh, where it needs to be through exercise. Reading uh, is also important. Uh, watching NBA basketball is important to me. Uh, it helps me to, uh, you know, kind of just relax for a little bit. And uh, whenever I have a few extra dollars, I go shopping. Come on, that retail therapy is real too. Let me tell you something. Yeah, it'll, 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 get your, it'll get your mind love, right. Listen, I love my therapist. I enjoy every every uh, every other Thursday. I go sit down, have a good hour conversation. That's what's up, man. So, bro, absolutely proud of everything that you're doing. Again, thank you for joining us for our first Sunday school session. Y'all, we finna get ready to wrap up. We're gonna give you your Sunday back to you. Let's go into our final session, our final segment, rather, as we end it. Um, let's get into the benediction. You couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, you could never ever bring me down. Couldn't do it then, couldn't do it now. You could take my A quick moment of reflection. Let's remember that community is one of the most important things that we have been created to be involved in. It is within our communities that we find our foundations, that we find our accountability, that we find our strength and our hope, oftentimes our motivation. So I believe that it is our responsibility sometimes to really be the ones to cultivate, to nurture, and to enrich our communities. Be that through service, be that through starting a small business within that community, be that finding someone to mentor and to take under your wing. I believe all of us are called to impact our communities in some way. Can we pray for a community this morning? God, we thank you. We love you and we bless you for the spaces of community that you have put us in, not just geographical areas, but also the community, the circles of friends and family and acquaintances that we've been called to help us to continue to cultivate them with positive energy, with great affirmation, with godly wisdom and with agape love. God, we give you glory. 
for what you have trusted us with here in the earth and give us the resources to impact the communities from Georgia to Tennessee to California to North Carolina, Florida, New York, California, Washington, D.C., Detroit, um, Illinois, Kansas, Alabama, all over the world. God, give us the resources to be able to impact our communities and be lights within the places that are dark. Allow our lights to shine through so that we We can be the vessels and the examples that you want us to be in the communities that you have called us to. We love you and we give you praise. And thank you for this day. Thank you for another opportunity to reflect. Thank you for another opportunity to be grateful for the communities and the calling that you have put on our lives. We love you. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for joining me for our initial episode of Sunday School. This will be a mini series that we do over the next couple of Sundays. It's going to last about maybe four to five weeks and we'll see what happens after there. As always, you can follow us at the Jigsaw Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me personally at I am Josh Rogers. And I just simply cannot wait to meet with you again on Thursday for a regular edition of the Jigsaw where we have a little bit more fun. All right. Remember, Don't let life stress you out. Do what you can while you can, but don't ever get caught with your work undone. I love y'all. Happy Sunday.